Welcome back to the DJ Sessions, where we feature the best DJs and producers from around the world. I'm your host, Darren, and right now I'm sitting in the virtual studios in Seattle, Washington, and coming in all the way from halfway around the world from Stockholm, Sweden, we have Jacob and Victor Anderson from Minifew. How's it going today, guys? Hi, how's it going? Yeah, well, good, thank you. How are yeah, you doing? it's it's been a little bit. I think it was last summer when we last yep. chatted, and I'm I'm very honored to be catching up with the both of you again. Now that I see you are really active, and we're going to dive right into some stuff here. I mean, you you were have been waiting to get out in the clubs and, and, and starting to get out there now, and caught something that video that you were at Ministry of London, Ministry of Sound London, not too long ago. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it was absolutely mind blowing. I mean. We went there uh, straight after the New Year's Eve, and uh, so actually we had some slots there. Uh, we were supposed to play at Ministry of Sound just before lockdown. So then now, just straight after the New Year's Eve, we went over to London, um, and then we yeah uh, we secured this one. Uh, it was a really big show. We, we played alongside a a look. Oh, it was a sold sold out event, and we had an absolutely blast. It was amazing to be back. And play play again and see the reactions from the fans. It was awesome. And especially since we have released lots of songs during the lockdown, I mean, to see people dancing and also sing along in our songs, that was absolutely yeah amazing. And speaking of releases, um, one of your current releases is "You Had Me" with Anton Powers. It seems you're doing a lot of work with Anton. Um, yeah. How is how did the how did that partnership start, and how long have you been? Working with Anton for, I think we started uh, the initial idea we came up with in beginning of last year, 2021. Yeah, I mean we have been big fans of Anton's music, and he told us the same about ours. So that was uh, really nice. Yeah. Uh, last year we started uh, the process creatively, and uh, uh, we have had a really good process working together. And it's nice that the single is out now. And I think we did the first demo of it, was it last summer? Yeah. So we wanted to, to catch those uplifting summer vibes. And also uh, on the songwriting credits, uh, we have the Brit Award winner, uh, Becky Hill, yeah. the UK art, art artist. So that, that's an absolutely honor to have written this song together with, with her as well. So that's that's amazing. And, and speaking of other tracks with Anton, the one I just fell in love with, I was watching a little bit of the snippet of the video today. These are the days. Yeah. It made me just think this is my new summer song. This Thank is going to be yeah. the song playing all summer, out there all summer. I mean, tell us a little bit about the inspiration behind the, the making of These Are the Days. Yeah, I think uh, the inspiration behind it is to catch the summer vibe. And we started with a guitar riff. Uh, you can hear that in the intro, especially. And that was. Uh, I mean, the, the, since Becky Hill is on board on that one, she has been doing a magic uh, thing on the vocals, yeah, of yeah. course. And Liv Dawson is having a, such a great voice as well. And we had a great working flow on that one. Definitely. And I think yeah, also there we send demos back and forth. Uh, I think the guitar uh, at the beginning was one of those songs, uh, one of those elements we saved from, from, from the first draft. And yeah. so that was nice. And also... I mean, uh, working together with Anton Powers is uh, is such a nice vibes. Who who did the cinematography on that video? That that that's a nice one. Actually, it's uh, together with our record label, Spin Records. So yeah, we need to check it out uh, more in depth with those guys at Spinning. 
I definitely want to be on that boat, on that beach. I want to be out there right now. Um, fortunate enough, I, I won't be getting over to um, that side of the world till later this year. I will be being, will be, be at uh, ADE this year. We're oh, super nice. excited to be a part of that. Um, did you get a chance? I saw you might have been doing something in Ibiza. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. So actually, we went down to IMS in Ibiza. That was just a few weeks ago. Uh, and yeah. we had such a blast. Blaster met some uh, uh, yeah nice in English people and also the 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 colleagues songwriters and we did some play we also played some records so yeah we had a nice time yeah, uh, can't wait for Amsterdam dance event uh, this year of course that's going to be nice that's also like the biggest Christmas of the year of <laughs> yeah. course it's it, it's it's going to be our first year and it's going to kick off a series of going to the festival so it'll be winter it'll be i'm sorry ade right around the corner is winter music conference then ims i'm looking at probably doing sonar next year because something we want to do that we're launching is we're announcing our new label in q1 oh, of wow. 2023 yeah oh, we're, we're super excited for this but you know just getting out there and being able to possibly shake your hands in person you know yeah, is, is what we're looking forward to and then it's essential to shake those hands as as well. I mean, yeah, we love net networking. Yeah, we have a we have an Airbnb like two blocks away from where everything happens, right in the heart of Amsterdam. So we're super excited. I have not been to Europe yet, so it's Amsterdam, ADE, Europe <laughs> for my first time. Like, whoa! Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be awesome. Well, what what else are you two working on right now? Uh, do you have a, anything else in the works right now? That you can talk about yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely we are working on a new single it's uh, actually some summer vibes in the, in that one as well uh, and uh, yeah it's going to be out in june out on the market and we are super excited for that one so uh, on that one we are working with a soul bar, uh, artist soul acapella feature artist so that one is going to be nice uh, as well uh, so and i think uh, yeah uh, me fingers crossed for the feedback uh, yeah so yeah on the whole, how long does it take you to to actually produce a track? Is this something that can go, can it sometimes take a week, two weeks, six months? How long is your average time to actually idea to release? Well, uh, it all depends on uh, which uh, state of mind you're in, of course. But at the same time, but I mean, from start to finish, sometimes I think one of the quickest was maybe three four hours yeah but it can take three months it can take yeah. one year but uh, i mean uh, from start to finish usually a couple of months i would say but uh, the initial id just a few hours yeah now and and i see that not only in addition to the tracks that you're releasing you have a merch line as well i got, I got the snapback hat but there's <laughs> something else that you released recently and it's been the big buzzword, these three little letters out there. You guys just had an NFT launch that's and, and not too long ago. Tell us about that because that is like one of the hottest things that is going to probably with Web 3.0 coming out. What made you two decide to get into the NFT world? Tell us about what that launch was. We want to know all about it. Uh, I think for us, it's still a very new world, uh, of, of course. But I think um, we were invited uh, to this maybe was it last year um, and then uh, yeah we came up with the idea ourselves uh, and then we partnered up with the company and I think uh, 
Uh, I'm nowadays I'm huge fans of the NFT, especially from other DD producers, but also from artists uh, as well. So uh, we basically teamed up with this uh, in uh, France, yeah. Paris. Yeah, a company. Atlanticus is the, is the name, and uh, we wanted to create a track that that was, uh, I mean, something really personal for us. Uh, we, since we love house music, we wanted to create a house track, but also create uh, a artwork to it and a GIF as well. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's a new world, as yeah. you were saying, Jacob. But I think uh, it's it's very exciting and definitely it's uh, the future for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. It's it's one of those things that we're looking into um, with so many assets that we've created over the years. Um, you know, we're trying to f- still figure out how to get a full episode of ours as an NFT. We can do small little clips, but I want to get the whole episode and say, oh, here's the mini few interview as an NFT. We're going to give these out to everyone that's ever been on the show. Here's your comp. Like, think about it like you came on the show and we're giving you a bottle of wine or we're sending you flowers <laughs> or the fruit basket. We're going to start giving out NFTs, everyone. The problem is, is the size of these files are like a gigabyte in size. Yeah. Yeah. So we're trying to figure out my friend has actually written a, comp- a compression algorithm to actually bring it up. We've gotten 770 megabytes down to about 160 megabytes. Oh, with wow. No loss. Yeah. It's really, he actually wrote the himself. So we just got to. <laughs> Do some tweaks and then figure it out and go to market. We're waiting for it to come back up a little bit, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, it's going to happen and we're super excited for that because we also just launched our virtual reality nightclubs. So we have VR nightclubs in all space. Um, Do you two own an Oculus? Are you into VR at all? We have started a little little bit, uh, but we definitely need to check it out more, but that's definitely also the future talking about futures. And so that's the definitely something we are open for to, Develop and also perform as many of you on. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's been a ride for us um, getting our virtual reality environments up, but they are up and running. We're getting ready to do heavy promotion on them and also get them out into other worlds. I'm actually onboarding a DJ I just spoke with. He called me up and said, so what are you doing in the virtual reality realm? And I said, well, I guess I have two nightclubs in there. And he went and took a look and said, these people I was working with over here, they're, they're in kindergarten. You're in the master's oh, wow. program of this stuff. Yeah. I've had people come into our clubs and they're very impressed with the, the, the look, the feel, the design. And that's just called our first one is called beta nightclub. Cause we re- really haven't even launched version one yet, but oh. um, we'll have version one and then version two. There's a whole, there's a whole 10, 15 year old rollout on this whole thing. And NFTs I mean, are going to be a huge part of this yeah. because the whole building itself can be a NFT art gallery. And we're wow. going to curate once a month. I mean, we could take your NFTs and put them up and people could be walking through the club and go, I want to buy an NFT of that. Okay, cool. Take it right to the store, buys wow. in their wallet. And yeah, wow. and we can, we can wow. curate that, whether it's music or art or our past episodes, and have like this virtual gallery online. So we're super excited for that. Yeah, have to get you guys a... Get you guys well. Well, there is an exclusive mix that I heard that you guys just made for the DJ session, so that will definitely be featured in there shortly. I'll let you know all about it. But here's something I wanted to cha- talk to you two about. You actually have a series that you do called Electronic Heaven, and tell our DJ sessions fans a little bit about why you started Electronic Heaven, what it's all about, and why it's important to listen to it. We've always been big fans of, of radio, and we, we still are. Uh, and also, I mean, um, 
we started this as just as a hobby beside the production side so and this was on soundcloud just a few years ago and then we saw that uh, i mean we received lots of uh, super nice feedback support so we put it up uh, on itunes app, apple Podcasts, and also on google podcast and received massive support so now we have over one million monthly listeners so yeah and uh, i mean we are so passionate about it as well it's uh, Almost like a gig for us. Yeah. We chose very careful the tracks we are playing and are very into how we're building this journey. And it, it's so fun to do it as well. So Bringing how, guest mixes yeah. to the show as well. And I think, so. yeah, Anton Powers, for example, has been on board. And we have some really cool names coming up this summer uh, as well. So we are also on radio stations all, all around the globe. So, yeah, we are super happy for that opportunity as well and see the reactions from fans that's that's great congratulations on that that is it's a feat to produce a monthly show let alone you know is this a once a month show you guys have going on once a month yeah and and staying in touch with those fans and such a great reception there was something else that you recently took part of as well and that was the slam mix marathon (laughs) and when i was doing a little research i'm like looking at this lineup going Wow. Where was I? I must have been sleepy. Maybe this was during, during, you know, oh, it was 3 p.m. CET. Okay. So I might've been asleep, but, but, but I mean, what was it like taking part of that? And was that a, the, like a live stream that everyone was on or how did, how did that come about in the slam? That was, uh, that was absolutely an amazing experience as well. And it was, as you were saying, it was 100% live uh, and it was um, broadcasted on the, one of the biggest FM stations in Holland. So, I mean, that was, and we had maybe 20 minutes set. So if something goes wrong, it goes wrong. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, and also to be in their studio in Holland as well and recorded the live stream set and it brought, it, it go, goes live, you know, right away. And we are there. It's always a little bit nervous, but it, it, we had so much fun. Yeah, and also people were sending us text messages saying, hey, we are sitting in, 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 in the studio right now, listen to your live stream, uh, yeah. etc. Et so, so that, that, yeah, that was absolutely amazing. And I think one week before, Sam Felt was, was there. So, I mean, it's, it's, uh, yeah. it's really cool. And we are, we are humbling for, we are humble for that opportunity. So what is one essential track out right now that no one should, that you are playing in your set? Something that's so hot right now, not one of your own. (laughs) Those are are already too hot. (laughs) What's something (laughs) that you just really can't get enough of right now? An essential track right now. It's a, it's May. What's the date today? Today's the uh, May 16th, 2022. Hottest track out right now that you're playing in your sets. Well, uh, I need to check out the name of the correct, uh, but uh, yeah, there's some really we have some uh, we are playing uh, a lot, and uh, let's see which you which one you are thinking about. Yeah, I, I, I was also thinking about the uh, I think, yeah, that's it, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but also, I was thinking about we received a bang the other day from a DJ, uh, a very famous one, but unfortunately, we are not allowed to tell the uh, yeah, but yeah, that one we played out last weekend, and it 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 was great. Uh, but you're thinking one of the tracks we're playing right now is Umlaud Tricky. 
it's based on the old uh, it's sampled from the do you remember that track uh, it was called tricky as well i think it's from the 80s run dmc run dmc tricky, oh, tricky. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so it's a, a sample from that track and that's a really cool one especially in the clubs great great a little bit of a bass house uh, bass, bass house, house yeah. bass house to it uh, as as well but uh, when we are yeah i think that one was released maybe one month ago just a few weeks back but we have been playing it now for maybe six weeks in in the club and every single time and it's been rocking and I think that was uh, that was probably one of my first rap albums I bought on cassette as a kid. Oh, it was wow. the Run DMC Raising Hell album, and it had tri it's tricky on it. Um, yeah, nice. Funny enough, I was just actually singing to my girlfriend a song off that album the other day. <laughs> um, <laughs> she was like, "Wow," I'm like, "Yeah, I just dated myself." Um, but <laughs> still one of the one of the great albums. I was produced by Rick Rubin, I believe, when he was uh, when oh, they were um, was Def Jam, I believe was what? Wait, was that Rick? I think Rick was working for Def Jam, and and they were on Def Jam. It should have been with oh. with with what's his name, um, Russell Simmons. Oh, cool. Oh, I think nice. Russell. Maybe I got to get my hip hop. Please don't murder me if that's wrong, fans. I, I know Russell and Rick and all them were. I think it was Rick Rubin though. Um, <laughs> but anyways, so and you're out there playing clubs and, and you're you're selling out clubs. Ministry of Sound, London. Would you prefer to be at more intimate clubs, or are you looking forward to the bigger festivals? I mean, we love both. It's. Uh, <laughs> If you are listening to our to our music, it's uh, a lot of vocals and uh, perhaps not those underground vibes, but we love to play those underground yeah. vibes as well. So we played a few weeks ago here in Stockholm in one of the biggest underground clubs, and uh, I mean it, it's such a nice vibe as well, and we love to 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 catch that vibe. But at the same time, festivals it, it's so cool as well of course one of our biggest dreams is to perform stateside at coachella for example miami Al ultra music uh, of of course that would be amazing yeah. or EDC, edc in uh, las vegas that would be great so yeah i i just went to edc last year for my first time luckily enough they held it in october so it's just i think it's happening right now it's about to happen it's coming up yeah. And my friends are telling me, you're lucky you did this in October last year because normally it's like 110 degrees out during the day yeah. and like yeah. 100 degrees out and the pavement is just hot. And you're just like, ah, you know, <laughs> but it was such beautiful. Um, it was such a beautiful feeling. It was so amazing. The artwork, the design, the, mm. the, the, the work that goes into that event was just phenomenal. It was good. Glad to see that. And especially they had the drone show that came out and did the drones yeah. and they formed the owl and it, oh, it was mind blowing. And we actually, a friend of mine who I went with, we actually just ended up posting. We found this really cool place that was kind of like VIP only. Um, not, not, cool people like next tier up vip not the <laughs> vip 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 because there's like okay, 85 yeah. different levels of vip yeah. at edc <laughs> but we were able to go sit in this place and then when the fireworks went off and they go around the whole and they're just boom 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 boom, boom. and it's just like and you can hear the different stages and the different music and the screen it was just so mind-blowing and i prefer larger festivals but I also do prefer the intimate smaller gatherings. Um, you know, there was a club we used to have here in, in, in Seattle called the Sea Sound Lounge. And it was maybe about a buck for maybe 150, 200 people. 
but you were no matter where you were at, you were 10 to 15 feet away from the artist that was playing. Yeah. You really felt that connection with them and that kind of vibe rather than here's EDC and there's 50,000 people deep. And I see this person in this big on the stage. And I think that's something we really appreciate to be very close to fans as well, but also performing at, at big festivals. That's, that's mind blowing yeah. indeed. Absolutely. What, what's been your best experience with a promoter over the years? Yeah. I mean, it's been all good so far. I would say with promoters, uh, no hard uh, feelings or hard feedback, but they can be, Picky, of course, but we have uh, had a very, very good, uh, good time yeah. with them. And I think sometimes when the DD before are playing a little bit over their time slot, that's that's a little bit annoying. But uh, it it it's happening. But uh, I think some promoters are um, okay with that, and uh, some are super super picky when it comes to the time slot and how far you can go. Yeah, which music you are playing, but uh, all good so far. I would yeah. say. And that's a really, really good. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. and, and what has been your most fruitful life decision that you've made regarding your electronic music career? What has been the number one thing that stands out the most that says, if many of you wouldn't have done this, we wouldn't have been here? What's the number one thing that, that you can say, this is the best thing we ever did for our career? Uh, I mean, to start with, we were sending out demos to all the record labels out there, and uh, we've been doing those baby steps, baby steps, baby steps at the beginning. And then um, I think when we got recognition from those more uh, big record labels, that was a huge step for us from a record perspective, of course. Uh, we release songs on Ax, Axwell's record label, for example, the member of Swedish House Mafia. So Axtone, uh, his record label. That was nice one. Yeah, that was a, a next step in our career. And then Spinning, of course, it's another one. And on the live scene, it's a lot of different uh, venues. But Minister of Sound is definitely one of those I would show. And also, uh, I mean, based on if we're talking about live stream, for example, we did a live stream together with you here last year um, great support and also we have done, uh, done lots of other live streams too and some uh, promoters have actually reached out to us thanks to those live streams as well so i mean that's nice way of um, promoting yourself too so that's that's only op- op- there's only op- opportunities yeah and, and do you ever do the both of you or or one of you ever get fed up with making and playing music and, and tired of it. If that burnout happens, what, what do you do with that? If you're on tour, if you're out and you're just like, I got to wake up tonight and I got to do this show, but I'm just, uh, how do you deal with that? Is there a, is there a mantra? Is there a, a workout? Is there a meditation period? It's something, you do, a, a secret that many of you does to make sure you stay in the zone. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, I mean, we are, taking pauses in between uh, when we are working but obviously when we are when you are working on a specific track you are working a lot and that could be hard to do of course and uh, but if you're we have learned from our experiences that uh, take pauses in between is one thing and also we love running so. yes i think uh, to try to find a working balance that's the m- most vital thing and also eat healthy food 
and I mean stay away from drugs and um, stuff like that. And it's uh, yeah. So but 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 I think uh, when we are on tour, for example, uh, we have a few days off uh, in between. Uh, usually, I think to recharge the battery, that's that's very important, and sleep a lot. Yeah. And when you're on tour, when you're out there and visiting these other cities, do you get a time to take in the culture and get to explore and, and kind of decompress? And, or is it go, 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 go next city, go back home, go next city, come back home. Do you get time? To, and, and if so, where has been your most memorable place that you both have visited and, and just had a, such a great time you'd always want to return back there? I think yeah, when we have that time, we love to experience new culture, new cities, and also we absolutely love to experience new food, for example. We love to go to food markets and stuff like that. So that's basically what we are doing. And um, yeah, so uh, and also, I mean, to travel around the world, that's uh, absolutely amazing and meet new people, meet new cultures. That's That's lovely. And I think that's important for us. We are uh, inspired by those type of moments as well uh, in our music. I was that's uh, I mean, inspiration comes from those type of things for us. So we get more uh, energy to create new tracks. And but uh, obviously, sometimes it can be a more of a hectic schedule uh, to <laughs> it as well. But uh, we love to see new cultures. Definitely, but uh, I mean, to start with uh, here in Europe, for example, uh, Spain has always been treating us very, very well, uh, both on the Balearic Islands, Mallorca, Ibiza, for example, uh, but also in Spain. Uh, so that's a really nice France, uh, nice uh, as yeah. well. And uh, we love the food there. Uh, love, <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. Um, but Ibiza is always a special place in our hearts to play at. Yeah. In, uh, I, can't, I cannot wait to make it over there. I might not want to come back home. Um, we're super <laughs> excited to, to be getting over to that part of the world finally and uh, bringing some of our team with us along on that journey to, to, to come over there. Um, what, what would be your best advice to, on, on, to give somebody to stay entertained while during the long travels, during that downtime? I mean, is it, is it, you're on a train, you're on a plane, you're in the airport, you're still working on music? Or do you say, nope, it's closed, I'm in the airport, I'm on a bus, I'm, I'm, nope, it's closed, you don't set up until you set up shop, till you get to the hotel room, and then it's like, okay, laptop's open, now let's get back to work, close laptop, dinner time. What, what's the best advice for that, that keeps you two entertained during the long travels? Yeah, I think uh, routines are good uh, at, in a certain way, but obviously you need to listen to yourself. And I think that's the best tips I can give is to listen to your yourself and how you are feeling. If you are feeling creative, let's create a track at the airport. But if you are tired, then it's better to take some time off. So uh, it's no one way of doing things, uh, I, I would say. Usually uh, on the planes, for example, we are having a rest uh, and we listen to different podcasts and, and stuff like that and reading magazines, uh, virtually magazines usually. So I think that's that's a nice way of relaxing and also watching those uh, streaming streaming is services so yeah. with movies. So that, that that's nice. But also, uh, as Victor is saying, usually we got a lot of inspiration from different sources. So, I mean, to work at the airport could be very inspiring for us. But you, you need to find that's working balance. Yeah. 
And, and what are the top three podcasts that you two listen to? Do you both have the sim- similar music or podcast tastes, or do you listen to yours, Jacob, and and and, and you listen to yours, Victor, and then you come together and say, "Oh, look, you got to listen to this one, and you got to listen to this one." Do you share podcasts with each other? Or you you listen to the same things? Yeah, I think you. I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but we're listening to more or less the same. Yeah, and I think you're listening to a little bit more of a chill piano lounge music as as, yeah, as well. So. I do. And uh, but, classical, yeah, but that's more on Spotify and no podcast. But I, I like to listen to that to relax. Uh, but um, I listen to the podcast of Mark Knight, for example, Tool Room Records. Defected, I'm a huge fan of Defected music, Glitterbox, and those songs. Uh, yeah, that's that's nice still. And also, I mean, uh, yeah, there's so many yeah, musical freedom we are listening to, musical freedom, yeah, and you have a uh, the podcast by Sam Feld, for example, and that's a nice, nice one. So More so. during the summer, we tend to listen to Sam Feld's... Uh, and Nora and Pure. Yeah. Uh, that's also summer, summer vibe. Nora and Pure, one of our biggest favorite podcasts, so that's, that's nice. Yeah. And do you two ever make music completely out of your own genre that never gets released? <laughs> yeah, not that often, but it happens for sure. Uh, sometimes we just, uh, I mean, uh, picking up an organ sound or something like that, and it becomes some some kind of a church <laughs> melody. But we try to, to it's sometimes it's nice to uh, uh, walk outside your comfort zone. I think that's uh, a way to uh, relax as well and learn and gain new knowledge. Yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, I mean a few d- days back we we did a uh, hip hop track. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we love hip hop as well, and so that's always nice to try to create some fat beats. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's it's you know some some artists just get so stuck in their genre they just don't explore, and so you know it'd be interesting to see who might have that drum and bass track or or that happy hardcore track or something exactly. that. You worked on like I would never put this out, but we did that. Maybe even if there's an internal, um, uh, internal kind of which of the two of you could produce the the craziest track, you know, and but it would yeah, never yeah. get out there, you know. Maybe white label yeah. it someday or something like that. But um, so question: How would you two define success as a DJ? Would that be like a Beatport top ten hit, sold out tour? What are your two thoughts on that? Well, so loud tour for me is, but also uh, when we are uh, releasing songs, I mean, we have small steps, small goals uh, during the highway. Um, so, uh, for example, to uh, have a uh, release schedule for a year long, for example, that's a really nice success for us. But also, as you're saying, a so loud tour, beat for top 10, but not usually. Before, to be honest, I mean, there's so much uh, other uh, way of how to... Uh, yeah, but a sold-out tour is one, I would say, but also record labels, as you're saying. Yeah. But I also enjoy every step of success. I think uh, every... I mean, if you're pr- trying to produce something, I mean, building a kick drum or a bass, take, uh, find, the, find the new sound, and when you're getting there, that's a type of success too. And also, especially when we are receiving feedback from those guys who always been looked up to. Yeah, that's that's uh, absolutely some kind of success. So yeah. th- that's mm-hmm. nice when people who 
been in the business for maybe 20, 30 years, so reaching out to us, giving us feedback and uh, uplifting words. I mean, that's, that's, that's uh, very encouraging. Yeah. And, and sometimes success doesn't last forever for all the artists that are out there. What do you two do to save up for the future? What, what do you invest your earnings in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. I and mean, NFT definitely is in there for sure. But also you need to think from, from, from a long term perspective. And I think but also you need to live uh, your your life as it is. But it's always important to uh, have a long term perspective in everything you are doing. But also I mean producing dance music is kind of a nice vibe. I mean, since we are producers as well, we are gaining and credits from the publishing side so, so yeah that's one one kind of savings uh, you, you 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 can put it as well so. yeah. and definitely getting into the nft market which has benefits for the rest of its life as long as it exists out there um i think that's going to be something that a lot of artists are going to start looking into um i, I think it's going to give them more uh, investment in their music that's something they can keep earning and earning and earning on. Um, as long as they're, as long as these are moving, they'll keep earning and earning. But I think, um, you know, I've seen some pretty creative things with NFTs come out. I think are going to be really, really awesome. So super excited to see how that environment shapes up. Definitely. Where, where's the weirdest moment you've ever heard one of your songs play before? Oh, wow. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, it's always a, a a very not a shocking feeling, but when you're at the gym, for example, when you hear it, <laughs> just ran, randomly that well, that's our track. Yeah, that's one thing. But also, we have heard it in the ice room, yeah, ice hockey arena in Sweden when yeah. we went to a match and they played our track, and that was oh, that's cool. So that that that's nice, but weirdest, uh, I would yeah. say, uh, in a locker room. But but yeah, that that's not very. Yeah, it's hard to, yeah. And did you ever go somewhere, like another country, and, and play a show and were really surprised that the people in that country really knew your music? I mean, just it, they really resonated with you. Um, has that happened before? Or, or most people know, oh, it's many few, they're coming through, we know their tracks, we know their songs. Or is this something like, Maybe they didn't know you were going to play, and all of a sudden you come out, and it was like, it's many of you. <laughs> you know, go crazy. Um, like, where's the furthest you've ever played away from home? You've toured all over, but. Yeah, the fur was it in New York City? New York City is New York City. the furthest way. Yeah, and that was amazing. I mean, such a nice city. We are a big fan yeah, of that. And so that was maybe in 2008. I think just before the pandemic 2019. Yeah. So unfortunately, then it was boom with a <laughs> pandemic, life season. pandemic. Yeah. But we are we are definitely we are going back to the states soon. So where yeah, did you? Also, yeah. Sorry. Oh, I was gonna say, where did you play in New York? Yeah, mm. it was uh, in a very intimate uh, blog, or it was a club slash a blog. Yeah, so, so I was, think it was. Uh, people yeah the address was uh, at uh, times square it yeah. was uh, yeah. one of those uh, houses so there. i can't forget yeah i, I have uh, forgot the name now but yeah it, it it was really 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 intimidating yeah i went to new york city for the first time uh last year actually and uh for my birthday and uh oh, nice. got to visit times square got to hang out 
Oh, we went to a nightclub there called the Brooklyn Mirage. Yeah, oh, yeah. I cannot stop talking about this place. Uh, ever since it now set the standard for me that I only will go nightclubbing, really nightclubbing out of where I live. Uh, yeah. I, I want to see more. And that's hence why I'm so excited to be going to ADE and set the IMS uh, trip up, follow up with that. Um, because there's just so much more out there to see, out there to do. Uh, we were super excited. One of our resident DJs was opening up for uh, Lucy Tudor. She was opening up for Lane 8 and oh. the Youth. And oh, wow. uh, I did not know what to expect when I saw that club. I was completely oh, wow. blown away. It was an amazing, amazing place. Um, if you two could host an event without any limitations, name five things you would like to have at that event. Yeah, cool. Uh, I think we, we will. Shall we go for an electronic heaven event? Or? Yeah, and I think uh, yeah, lots of um, dancers um, around the nightclub, uh, and also like a little bit like a circus, uh, yeah. and uh, and also uh, shall we invite some big DJ perhaps? Big DJs, and uh, I mean, but also from a more uh, visual perspective, I would think yeah, lots of different uh, yeah, dancers and also. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, a lot of visuals in the background, of course, 3D feeling. And uh, yeah, uh, and, uh, yeah, I think also, yeah, but I mean, lots of uh, other big DJs coming on board. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a little bit like a circus, more or less. But uh, I'm not sure about the an animals, though. Uh, with, <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> but yeah, electronic heaven event. Lots of power, lots of uh, color. So yeah. Yep. And, Lots of energy. And question here, your choice of drink before you go on stage. Is there something in your rider that says this has to be in the green room or this is what I'd like to have? Um, do you have a choice yeah. of drink do you prefer when you go on stage? Usually we are sticking to sparkling water sometime, but I think, uh, yeah, that sounds not super, super. Dog I mean, and beer is also, I mean, we are, we love beers. Yeah. So uh, we are not doing, going too much into drinks or something like that before, but uh, uh, I think yeah. it, always we have beers on our ride. Yeah, lager beers. Lager beers, especially. So it's, uh, yeah. So lagers. Yeah, yeah. So, so when I when I stock the, when I stock the Airbnb and you guys come by and visit, I'm gonna have some lager beers in the fridge waiting for definitely, you. Definitely this year at ADE. Awesome. You know, um, other than that, you know, is there anything else you want to let our DJ sessions fans know about? Actually, I do have one last question for you. If somebody were to write a biography about many few, what would the title of that biography be? Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah, that's a very good question and a hard one. To must, yeah, I mean, there must be something from starting from uh, scratch. Uh, yeah, some, uh, perhaps some something with the word journey, the journey of many few or something like that. Brothers, nothing, something with yeah. brothers' journey, uh, something like that. Because that's basically how we started. We bought a laptop, started in Apple Studio, the DAW. Then we bought uh, Apple for the first time. So we dug into logic and uh, yeah, so we are self-taught 100%. Uh, yeah, started to putting out songs on SoundCloud, etc. So I mean, from there, we've been taking those, those steps and basically been doing uh, lots of things our, ourselves. Or, so, or perhaps uh, brothers by blood and best friends by choice. Man, if you. 
I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, gentlemen, we're going to now be giving our DJ Sessions fans a a hot little taste of an exclusive mix that you made for us. I want to thank you so much again for coming on the show. We're definitely going to be staying in contact with many of you over the years. So look for that invite coming back. Probably stay in touch with you every six months with the team, get the promo going on. And well, six months from now, actually less than six months from now, we'll be at ADE seeing you in person doing some really fun stuff. So thank you guys so much for coming on the show again. Where can people find out more information about you and what you got going on? Yeah, please uh, keep an eye out on our socials, Manifew Official, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, etc. And also, I mean, massive thank you for having us. Uh, we're Always really pre- a yeah. pleasure to be on board for yeah. the DJ sessions. So, yeah. Thank you so Absolutely. much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. Always a pleasure, Diamond. You have a wonderful evening over there. Evening time over there in the studio. Hey, wait, one last question. Do you guys actually play the guitar above your head or is that just decorated? Uh, (laughs) uh, What do you think? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know there was some guitar on a track. I mean, we play just a little bit, to be honest. It's more of a decoration for us. But actually, we are sampling it. So we are putting in the cable there. So on that song in, in particular, we actually used that guitar, but we are not super guitarists. We are using those very, very basic. Yeah. Uh, if we need, uh, we need a professional to record if we want something really big. Yeah. But if, if it's some basic stuff, we can do it. We, we can do it for sure. Awesome. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much again for coming on the DJ sessions. It's a pleasure as always having you and Jacob and Victor. Thank you so much. Thank you thank so much. You. Appreciate it. And have a wonderful day. You, you as well. Yeah. And don't forget to go to our website, thedjsessions.com. Find us on TikTok, find us on Twitter, find us on Instagram and Facebook, all the socials out there, but on our website, thedjsessions.com. This is Darren. That's Jacob and Victor Anderson from coming in from Stockholm, Sweden for the virtual sessions because you know what happens on the DJ sessions. The music never stops.